I got dressed up for you guys this week. Um, I was feeling a little down. Didn't have a very good night's sleep last night. Uh, but I decided to get dressed up for you guys. And we got a very interesting, very different format this week. I'm going to try something new. So let's get into the episode. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking about pivoting and innovating in a time of uncertainty. Yes, that's right. Pivoting and innovating. It's not going to be a very long episode. But I think it's going to be an episode of value and quality because I've had a lot of time to think about this stuff. So let's just get straight into the episode, ladies and gentlemen. First and foremost, let's get into the vlog portion of this episode. Um, There's not much to report on really because I've just been stay-at-home dadding. I've been working on a bunch of things, I think. You guys... Excuse me, might have seen last week I did a Joe Exotic as a Disney character. Um, We're rising on TikTok. Oh my God, I want to thank everybody so much for following me on TikTok. I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm starting to see some growth on Instagram as well due to it. I'm starting to see some growth in sales. Um, if you guys didn't already know, we have 20% off. It's still going, guys. The 20% off sale is still going. So don't don't forget about that. Um, go to jordanmorpethart.com and you can uh, you can get yourself 20% off your order on the store um, by just using the code LEMONADE20 at checkout and you can get 20% off your whole order. Um, and we'll even give you free shipping if you spend over $50. Free shipping internationally. Um Free shipping to the UK, the States, and Australia and New Zealand. So, get in there, guys. Get it, get it quick. Um, so, really what's been going on, I actually want to be a little bit real with you guys this week. I'm going to try not to rant and, and go on, um, but I'm just feeling it today. It's Monday. What's the date? Monday the 13th. So, I'm still keeping track of the days, which is good. And the only reason I'm keeping track of the days is because my fiance is working. Um, so, that's positive. <laughs> um, and I know that we record on Mondays. Well, I, I sit here and I record with you guys on Monday. So, I'm going to make it quick this week. But, um, yeah, just been drawing, just trying to get, get Nina, uh, you know, redrawn. Um, trying to find time. It's it's very difficult with a toddler to to draw and to sit down and write and stuff like that, especially when my partner is working so full time. And over here, we're still waiting kind of on stimulus packages and shit um, to kick in. Uh, but the Australian government is getting on it very quickly. And I'm quite impressed with the way that um, things like Centrelink and all that are working. So I'm really impressed by that. Um, but I keep missing the Mumble Boys every weekend. I don't know how I do it. I just miss it. I miss it. I miss the episodes. Um, I, I really have been enjoying like 
jumping in there and defending myself because for some reason I'm a bit on the Mumble Boys now. Shout out to the Mumble Boys. Great podcasts. Some great guys. Some real good friends. We had Matt on here last week. We've had Rui on here plenty of times and I really do enjoy their content. Um, I wish I could join them. I'm thinking about uh, talking to Matt and seeing, seeing as though he's kind of just hanging about at home as well. Thinking about talking to him and just seeing if he wants to do a Star Wars spin-off podcast um, called Making, Making Blue Milk. Oh, yes, that's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Making Blue Milk Boys. That's the, that's the podcast. You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. New Star Wars podcast, Making Blue Milk Boys. <laughs> He's going to love that. That's awesome. Um... So yeah, I think that'd be really fun. I've been doing, um, believe it or not, I've been doing a lot of lightsaber training. You might notice on my TikTok, do a lot of lightsaber stuff and just to fill in some time and learn a new skill, it's actually something I'm learning and it's really fun. I'm basically learning saber skills and, and sword fighting skills, which is really dope. There's some fundamentals to form one um, that are just basic uh, defense and attack uh, mechanisms and that's really really interesting i find that stuff so cool especially and it, and it gives me an excuse to buy a training lightsaber <laughs> so once i get a bit of money i'm gonna um, once i start making some money off some stuff or find some some expendable income i'm gonna buy myself a training saber for sort for sure probably from ultra sabers or something like that um but other than that guys we have a few questions i'm actually going to answer the question here put out a question thing this week and not many people really put up questions which was sad there was just a lot of people trying to shout themselves out which is just annoying like guys stop doing that please um i'm not shouting you out i ask a question if you got a question i will answer your question but i'm not doing like shameless plugs or anything like that we're not doing that i'm not a shout out follow for follow kind of person so kind of please i hope you'll stop <laughs> um but I did get a question from my boy Red Unit Inc. I can always trust in him. I may talk a lot of shit about him on on this podcast and on others' podcasts and on my Instagram and stuff like that. You might have seen the Angry Boy uh, promo this week. Rui just does not want to take me on in a rematch until I beat someone else. So I suppose I'm just going to have to kick someone else's ass first and then kick his ass. So, um, But here's the thing. We're going to... Um, where was I? Uh, oh, he asked me a question. He said, was Qui-Gon always your favorite Jedi? Yes and no. Um, I've already shouted out the Marvel Boys. That's the other thing he said. But yes and no, Rui, actually, if you're listening. Um, Luke, I feel like as a start, Luke is my boy. Luke has always been my dude. Like, Luke Skywalker is, is my dude. Like, he's just straight up. Luke Skywalker, that's, that's my boy. Um... But I feel like if you're a Star Wars fan, especially if you're an OT fan, it kind of comes with the territory that you're a Luke Skywalker fan. So it's difficult to kind of say that he's my favorite Jedi. Luke's just my favorite Star Wars character, full stop. Um, but yeah, as a kid, I loved Qui-Gon. Um, I have over here, I wish I let me... No, I'm not going to grab it. <laughs> it's all the way over there. I'm too lazy to get up and it's just weird. Um, I have 
Qui-Gon's lightsaber. You can see behind me here, right there actually, that's um, next to R2-D2. Let me point it there. there. <laughs> um, that's my Qui-Gon figure, um, Kenner, with the Kenner back backboard on it and stuff, cardboard on it and stuff. Got an Obi-Wan here as well, just right there, next to the next to my championship belt. Um, and yeah, the, um, the interesting thing about that is he, he's always been one of my favorites, if not my favorite. I loved him the first time I saw him in Phantom Menace and he's my boy, man. And every time I watch Phantom Menace, um, I find that there's something new about the character that I find. It's disappointing because there's not enough history on him, but I think he comes from a long line, which, which is really interesting because he comes from a long line of grandmasters and masters and very powerful Jedi. Um, if you want to look at like Jedi and apprentices and stuff like that and masters, it's like a heart, like a, a family. He comes from a very interesting family, so to speak, that leads and ends with Anakin and kind of spins off to Luke, but Yoda being Count Dooku's um, master and Count Dooku being one of the only apprentices Yoda ever took. Um, only Padawans Yoda ever took as an apprentice. Then Count Dooku taking Qui-Gon because he found something in Qui-Gon and he, and he learnt and he taught Qui-Gon a certain way and then Dooku kind of disappeared and said he was going to Sereno and then the whole Cypher Diaz clone army shit happened. Um, and Dooku kind of went dark, but I think he more was blinded by something. Anyway, that's the difference. So we're not talking about Dooku. Um, and then Qui-Gon, obviously, potentially, people make that, like Matt was making this comment last week. Matt Mumble was making this comment that, you know, his grandpappy, like Anakin comes from a long line of failure and, you know, Count Dooku becomes bad. So why would Qui-Gon not send Anakin down a bad trail? But I think Qui-Gon kind of saw that you can use the darkness, but not fall for it kind of the way that Mace Windu does. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I could spend a whole episode trying to speak on Qui-Gon and that would be really cool to do with Matt. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I, I've always been a Qui-Gon fan and Matt, excuse me, Matt and um, Rui make these jokes and, and give me shit and give me all the shit you want I don't care they're like I'm you know it's because people say I'm on TikTok yes people do say that I look like Qui-Gon on TikTok but that's not why he's my favourite Jedi he's always been one of my favourite Jedi and I think he's so badass in that fight with Darth Maul I know he dies and it sucks but it's it's for a good reason. It's because Obi-Wan needs to be put in a place where he has to train Anakin and with little to no experience. Obi-Wan was like 20, way too young to take an apprentice. Therefore, Anakin was way too old as well to be an apprentice and then it all just falls to shit. And it's it's actually the reason. It's, it's all bad circumstances for good writing. It's good writing and bad circumstances for him to become Darth Vader. So... Uh, as much as I would love to see like a comic or a story where Qui-Gon doesn't die and still takes on Anakin, um, I think that would be really interesting. I just don't think people are going to want to say I'm possibly the only guy that wants to see that amongst maybe a hundred of us Star Wars fans. So uh, maybe, maybe I'm the guy that writes it. 
I'd love to write it. You know what, Lucasfilm, Marvel, hit me up if you need a comic book. I'm a, I'm a comic book artist. I would love to write the Qui-Gon Jinn story. The the what if story if uh, or Dark Horse probably it's probably actually Dark Horse that would do that, eh? I don't know. I don't know if they're doing legend stuff, what if stuff anymore. Anyway, let's move on to the episode. I am here to talk to you, ladies and gentlemen, about um, pivoting and how you can get through uh, this time right now and innovating. Okay, let's move on to the episode. All right, let's get into it. Um, so basically what I wanted to talk to you guys today about is, and I'm going to make it short because I could go off on tangents upon tangents upon tangents. So I'm now at 13 minutes, which means I want to keep this to about 10 to 15 minutes, which means I need to cut it off by about just before 30 minutes. Okay, cool. I have been thinking a lot lately about um, what I am going to do with this time. So as an illustrator, as most of the Lost Boys, as most of the people who work here in Australia and in the comic book industry internationally, what we tend to do, and, and artists, this, is, this applies for artists, most artists as well, um, all types of artists, live public events is where we make our money. Maybe you're a musician, maybe you're an illustrator, maybe you're a graphic designer, maybe, you know, a lot of us painters, we make money at live events, galleries, conventions, um, gigs and shows, like we all have gigs, uh, workshops that we do. It's it's very difficult for us to make money this year because we have relied so much upon things like this. But I was watching Gary V speak the other day. Say what you will about Gary V, but I was watching Gary V speak the other day. And I noticed that he, people like him and Kerwin Ray, you might know Kerwin Ray as well. That's the Australian Gary V. Let's call him that. He is just Kerwin Ray, but you know it's the best way to equate him to Gary V. Kerwin Ray was speaking on this and so was Gary V on how this is the perfect time to innovate and pivot. So we can sit around all we would like and complain about complain about how hard it is and how we're not making sales and we can't do conventions and it's so fucked and it's so horrible for this to happen to us and woe is me, sad me, poor me, all this shit. But one, you're not the only person this is happening to, so pull your head out of your ass. And two, what we should be doing is spending this time pivoting and innovating. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm going to give you guys a couple of examples here. So, one example, there was a woman that Gary Vee was talking about who was sewing dresses and suits and stuff for the Grammys. Grammys is now cancelled. She started sewing surgical masks. Innovate. Pivot and innovate. That's a hard pivot. I don't know if it's innovation, but it's definitely a very hard pivot. And that's not only making money, but that's making a difference in the world. Because for some reason, we're running out of surgical masks. Medical, medical facilities cannot hoard 
and stockpiles PPE supplies like that. It just doesn't work like that. They're government funded. The government cannot supply them this these kinds of numbers. So people are helping out. Now, I've been trying to think about how I can help out, how I can pivot. I've come to the conclusion that pivoting for me, the thing I can do right now is podcasting. Another thing I could do is Patreon. I don't know if my following is quite big enough, but let me know if you think that's a good idea. Another thing I could do is YouTube. Yes, that's right. YouTube. People are constantly asking me questions like, uh, what app are you using? Uh, what iPad is that? Can I can I use Procreate and my iPad? Uh, what app are you using when I do want to draw? Um, how do you come up with all these characters and ideas and you know, what's your, how do you start, you know, I do so much creative stuff on a daily, weekly, monthly basis that I think it's about time I start pivoting towards a YouTube channel and really driving my YouTube channel. One thing I started doing was I have a 19 month old daughter. She is bored out of her brain she loves to play outside and go to the playground, go and see her family, of which, unfortunately, she can't do right now, um, especially my family, um, because my mother works in the emergency room in the main hospital here, in one of the main hospitals here in Sydney, and she is fronting the COVID-19 frontline fight. She is heading... Uh, one of the departments there. And we can't go and see her because she's dealing with, on a daily basis, first and foremost, people infected. So, we're struggling. Um, We're struggling not to see my family. We're struggling not to see uh, Jenny's family. But we decided it's time that we start getting creative and doing some creative fun activities with our daughter to keep her happy, busy, and mix it up a little bit. And on top of that, we're doing a vlog about it. Yes, that's right. You can have a look at my... If you're watching this on YouTube right now, after this, go and have a look at the vlog. Um, It might even be recommending it for you down in the corner there. So go and have a look at the vlog because because we were doing this and we were just at home, I thought might as well. Like, why not vlog and show people how much fun we're having and all the creative things we're doing? And it's a way to document for for her, for, for my daughter, um, what we went through and what we're doing through all of this. It's a way to document for ourselves. Um, this is an unprecedented time and this may never happen in our lifetimes ever again. It may never happen in our children's lifetimes and our children's children's lifetimes, if we're lucky. Um, so it's something, it's a, it's a historical moment that we're going through. And as individuals and as families, we should be documenting it for our children. We should be documenting it for ourselves. Like, are you journaling about this? I know I am. That's for sure. And so my point here being that it is time for us it's time for us to pivot and I'm pivoting. I'm pivoting hard. I'm thinking about how I can use my following. Fucking birds. Um, I'm thinking about how I can use my following and use my community to raise some money, do something for the medical professionals, um, 
how do we pivot into a space where we can help, uh, you know, those in customer service or something like that. So stay tuned for that. We're going to do something. Something's coming. Um, I'm still thinking about it. I'm still, it might even be a matter of putting together an art book and resources go to that, you know, funds go to that or something like that. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're dealing with right now. And, and it's, it's time to pivot. It's time to innovate. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time to innovate. Um, we need to start live streaming. You need to start talking to your community. You need to start making YouTube videos, vlogging. I don't care what it is. Do it. Document, 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 document. Gary V says, document, don't create. Simple as that. Document, don't create. Bye. <laughs> um, that's really, that's really all I wanted to talk to you guys about today is pivoting. Like pivoting is a creative. I'm, I'm selling art on eBay. Maybe it's time for me to start doing more painting. I think I will do more painting because I'm selling art on eBay. I'm selling my original art on eBay. I'm auctioning, auctioning it all off. Um, I'm selling art on my website. I have hooked up my website to sell on eBay, like all this kind of stuff. How can you, how can you span out your stretch? How can you start a TikTok? Learn how to do TikTok. Learn how TikTok works for artists. I'm going to do an episode on why you should do TikTok um, as an artist because I think it is a platform that is extremely powerful it has brought me quite a lot of success. Um, I have been able to build my TikTok following to almost 20K. Um, and I know people who have got TikTok followings who are artists of 100K, 200K, a million, 2 million. Like all these people were saying to me when I first started using TikTok, how all it is is just people dancing and shaking their ass and children on it. no. No, no, no. That's what everyone was saying about Instagram. It's time to start using something like TikTok. Um, I think I also need to start answering questions that you guys are asking um, because I'm feeling, I'm in a state right now where I'm feeling like pivoting and innovating is exactly what I want to do, but I don't know how to do it necessarily just yet and I'm racking my brain looking for it and I think the idea might be right underneath my nose and I'm just not paying attention to it I don't know I don't know but that's guys that's really it that's really all I wanted to talk to you about how can you pivot 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 how can you pivot in a time like this and how can you innovate if you don't know what innovate means go and look it up how can you pivot and how can you innovate? Simple as that. Think about that, figure out what that is, and you will be able to figure out how to make money, how to survive, and how to make... And you'll be able to figure out how to build, innovate, and um, structure a new version of your business, a new version of your creativity. It's a good philosophy for you guys. That's the philosophy for this week. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to do. We need to have a philosophy every single week that I bring to you guys. I don't know. 
I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a shorter one, but I didn't. I know that when I used to do this and just sit and talk to the camera, um, people didn't really catch on to it. So I wanted to keep it short and see if it helps any of you guys. Please feel free to leave a note if it helps you. Thank you so much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed this new format. Um, if you do, if you did, I will hopefully be doing next week an episode on why you should use TikTok as an artist and how to build your social presence on TikTok as an artist um, up to 20K. Yeah, I'm almost at 20K. It's close. I hit 16K this week. So, um, but seriously, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening. Um, if you would like to watch the YouTube video of this, you can find it on YouTube. Just look up uh, Making Lemonade with Jordan Morpeth on YouTube. If you would like to find me on any of the social media platforms, look up Jordan Morpeth on all of them. I'm at Jordan Morpeth Art on Instagram, Jordan Can Draw on TikTok, Jordan Morpeth on uh, Twitter. And I think that's the only platforms I'm using right now. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and oh, at Make Lemonade Podcast is also on Instagram. And I'm thinking about starting a TikTok for Making Lemonade as well. We'll see how we go. It's a lot of things to... Uh, to that's a lot of platforms <laughs> and a lot of accounts to uh, administrate. But anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. If you would like to leave a review, please do on iTunes. It really does help us rank. We are ranking with um, the Mumble Boys right now, and hopefully we will start live streaming this soon. Um, it will be interesting to see if we can, because it's 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 difficult for me to find time to do so. Um, we are also releasing this on Thursdays. Now, because of my partner's schedule, it's getting a bit difficult to release it on Wednesdays, our regular Wednesday. So we're going to start releasing it on Thursdays. We're going to push it back to Thursday because... Um, my partner is working all different shifts so it's just easier for me to push it back to Thursday and have that buffer day so Thursday is um, when you're probably listening to this but anyway guys thank you so much for watching I've been your host Jordan this has been Making Lemonade and as always ladies and gentlemen don't forget stay weird peace out guys have a great and wonderful week and I'll see you next week May the force be with you. Hey, say the poles are shifting. I don't mean the ones on CNN. I mean north, north and south. They are flipping Maybe I'm alarmist But it sure feels like the end If we're plunged in darkness What'll I do? I don't own a shotgun I've stockpiled no food I can't undo or navigate I'm hopeless with maps I'm wholly unprepared For societal collapse I will find you where you are, hitch a ride or steal a car. I will bike or jog or jump or break myself in two. When the streets run red with blood or turn to rivers due to flood, there is no dystopia that I wouldn't walk on through.
as if the world is ending. I prefer to be with you. I would prefer to be with you. I make my home in California. Every other month, the state's on fire. If I, if I said that didn't concern me, you'd have every right to laugh and call me a liar. I don't know if there is a better place than this. If there could be a feeling more soothing than your kiss. And if the wildfires spread the ocean waters rise, I'll be fine as long as my last look is in your eyes. I will find you where you are, hitch a ride or steal a car. I will fight the zombies and the vigilantes too. When everyone has lost their grips in the post-apocalypse, I will keep my mind clear and my values ever true. Cause if the world is ending, I prefer to be with you. I would prefer to be. I will find you where you roam and we will build some better home. A tree house by the water and a trusty old canoe. We won't need electricity tail end of history we'll whittle our own soap and bathe with natural shampoo cause if the world is ending I prefer to be with you I would prefer to be